The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus went through one town and village after another teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, will only a few be saved? Jesus said to them, Strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able. When once the owner of the house has got up and shut the door and you begin to stand outside and to knock at the door saying, Lord, open to us, then in reply he will say to you, I do not know where you come from. Then you will begin to say, we ate and drank with you and you taught in our streets. But the Lord will say, I do not know where you come from. Go away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God and you yourselves thrown out. Then people will come from east and west, from north and south, and will eat in the kingdom of God. Indeed, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. This is the gospel of the Lord. For the last uh, two weekends, uh, I've been preaching a message series based on the show America's Got Talent, and I talked about the golden buzzer moments, kind of all the people get into the final round every year, each of the uh, uh, judges and the uh, host gets a chance to send someone right away to the finals if they're overwhelmed with a great performance or great story, gives them that chance. And last weekend I proposed that uh, we could have a golden buzzer in our family of parishes for someone to press in the homily would stop. Now, I did say to get that golden buzzer, you'll need to make a donation of at least $10,000. So no one has contacted me yet. Although, I did get a donation of half of that this past week to the family parishes, which was very generous. So thank you to the anonymous donor. Uh, so, but they didn't look for the golden buzzer. So, uh, this is the last homily of this message series, which is called, This Parish Has Talent. If you missed the previous two homilies, you can go to the Family of Parishes website. There's a link there. You can watch or listen, or if you're having trouble sleeping, go to the website, click on the message series, and I'll put you right to sleep. Okay? Some of the things that I've been carrying through this series that concludes this weekend are kind of points to consider as we go through. Everyone has unique God-given gifts. All of us have talents and abilities that are specific to each of us, that God has given all important and all significant. We are all a part of the kingdom of God and God invites us to play our role with the gifts he's given to each of us. To develop, grow, and fulfill our gifts, they have to be shared. So we can't hide them or bury them or ignore them. If we want them to, to grow uh, and, to, and to kind of be developed and perfected, we got to share them. we got to use the talents and gifts God has given us. Our family of parishes relies on people sharing their gifts. We don't, we don't exist without 
volunteers like our servers, our musicians, our uh, live stream person, to our mass hosts, to anything that we do as a family of parishes is all because of all of you. Amazing volunteer ministers who offer your time and talents and abilities to help people encounter Jesus. And so that's so important for us to remember and we're very thankful. And we need all of you to rebuild after the pandemic. Hey, there's lots of varying stats out there that, you know, because of the pandemic, we probably may not see 30% of the people that were going to church before the pandemic. Statistically, in our diocese, our offertory collections in the Diocese of London are down likely between about 18 and 25% across the board, which uh, obviously hinders our ability to run programs and ministries to do different things. So we have lots of uh, recovery, rebuilding to do, and I think we can do it. And I think if we all together work together, sharing our gifts, being Christ for one another, reaching out to those in need, we will be stronger than what we were before the pandemic, that we will grow. It will involve transition and change for us, but I think we can do it because this parish and all the parishes in our family have talent that have been blessed by God. And so I, I kind of talked about in the first two uh, homilies about different components of this journey. If you missed those, look back. I want to go into this last homily as an opportunity to move forward in action. We reflect, we pray, we discern, but we have to then continue to act and to move forward and trust God and help build the kingdom. In the gospel we just heard Jesus talking to the crowds, strive to enter through the narrow door. For many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able. And Jesus goes on in this gospel to just kind of remind people, don't assume anything. Strive, work hard, live your faith, offer yourselves in service. And, you know, when you kind of initially look at this uh, image you know, of this narrow door, it's one that you can kind of barely fit through. Some of us might have a harder time fitting through the door. But I want to look at it this way. Those of you who can't see, there's this dog, and he can fit through this gate. It's a narrow gate, but he will never be able to because there's a wooden spoon stuck in behind his harness that he will never be able to get through. And I like this image of what Jesus says in the gospel today. Because the narrow door is not so narrow that we can't fit through it. Because Jesus died and rose again and opened, in a sense, wide the doors that we don't have to earn our way into heaven. We don't. We can't earn our way to heaven because it's freely given to us. But we have to look at, in looking at that door, the door becomes narrow when we kind of set up ourselves not allowing ourselves to go through that door. There are things that hold us back or that we try to carry through that door into the kingdom of heaven that we try to hang on to, which really the only way to get through that narrow door, to get to the kingdom of heaven, is letting go of those things or removing that wooden spoon from the dog. You remove that, he's gone. He's through the gate. 
What's holding us back from going through that door? What's preventing us in our lives from being those faithful disciples, messengers of the good news, to share his love so that we can strive as disciples to go through that door? What are some of the things that we have to let go that hold us back? Self-centeredness. I'm the center of the universe. Everything has to revolve around me. In every situation, what's in it for me? How can this benefit me? Have you run into people like that? Sometimes we have to look in the mirror and say, is it all about me? And of course we know our faith reminds us that it's all about Jesus. We have to let go of our pride and our ego. And that's what Jesus was referring to a little bit in the gospel where the first will be last and the last will be first. Don't assume that you're the best. Don't assume that you know everything. Set aside that pride and ego and be humble in connecting with one another and connecting with God. Let go of resentment. Sometimes things happen in our lives and we're hurt, we're overwhelmed, and then we kind of hang on to it. And when we do that, that burden continues to grow. And the weight of that continues to slow us down. Bitterness is connected with that. I've met many bitter people. They're not very happy. They're not optimistic. They're always complaining about something. Usually the length of the homily. Right, I was just checking to see if you're awake. But bitterness is kind of like you're not letting go. Very negative. You know, very pessimistic. Always looking at the problems, but not looking at the solutions. We have to try to let that go. Our past. Sometimes our sins, our mistakes, our failures. A lot of times we feel, you know, so bad. That, that becomes a dark cloud over us. We have to let those go. The Lord forgives us in the sacrament of reconciliation. We've got to let go of the past and look forward. You know, and when that past creeps up, push it back. You know, we have to move forward. We have to let go of the baggage of our past. Those failures, those sins, uh, you know, past experiences that kind of drag us down. We have to kind of cut ties with those things to move forward. Needing control want to follow Jesus, you got to let him lead us. But so often we get caught up in, in our prayer and in our faith saying, Lord, I need you to do these things for me. And then maybe I'll do things for you. We end up bargaining with God. To get through that narrow door, we got to say, Lord, whatever you want to happen, I'm going to go through. And what others think. This is where the challenges of social media and different things, we get so worried about how many likes we get or what comments we get or what others will think of me. One of the things we need to think about is what does Jesus think of me? Where is he calling me to go? What does he want me to do? Not what maybe my parents want me to do or my family wants to do or if I do this, uh, you know, I'm going to get a different attention or negative attention. We have to let go what others think 
and focusing on where God wants us to go and what he thinks of us and each of us as precious gifts to this world. This is a nicer image of how to walk through that narrow door. That we surrender everything we have and we extend our arms and embrace the cross, we will walk through no problem through that narrow door of the cross. If we're willing to live our lives of faith, letting go of those things that hinder us, that won't allow us to fit, and embracing opportunities to be faithful disciples who help transform the world. Indeed, some are last who will be first, and some are first who will be last. We do it always with humility. So, time for action. Where does this lead us now? Where should we be going after all of this reflection and this prayer? How do we move forward? And I've written up uh, some of this also in uh, a feature article in the bulletin this weekend. But here are a few things for us to move forward to not only fit through that narrow door, but to live our lives of faith and I think live happier lives living for the Lord because of course this parish, our family of parishes has talent. The first one is to have a strong personal prayer life. We have to pray. And that means not a lot of us talking, more of us listening to the Lord. Quiet prayer. You know, pray the rosary, pray this, read over the scriptures, pray over the scriptures, but then we quiet our hearts and we listen for how the Lord will guide us. It's like exercise. It takes time, it takes effort, but over a period of time we become stronger. Discover the gifts God has given us to share. So think about the gifts that you have, your interests, the gifts. It's an easy place to start and figure out how you can share those gifts your talents and abilities. I'm good at this, I'm good at that, I'm good at singing, I'm good at proclaiming. Well, there's different parts and different ways within the family parishes and beyond to share the gifts for the sake of others. Look for opportunities to serve others. You know, uh, in our family parishes, a lot of amazing outreach programs. Megan King, our uh, summer student, has uh, put out two videos uh, first one is out already, it's called Did You Know? It's a series, and she did a, a beautiful video uh, interview and reflection with uh, our St. Agnes Soup Kitchen volunteers. And then uh, this coming week, there's going to be another one reflecting on the Interfaith uh, Caring Kitchen at St. Ursula's. Amazing volunteers, and just look at the bulletin, look at different things, look at different ways to look for those opportunities to get involved, to share your gifts. And even, even if we're kind of reluctant or afraid, the Lord will guide us. Make time in our schedules for ministry and service. You have to make time. We are so busy. We have to schedule and book in that time like we would book in for prayer, we need to book in and commit to those ministries, whether it's within the family parishes or beyond, to make that dedication. I met some amazing volunteers at our hospice here in Chatham. Amazing people who are sharing who they are and what they have for the sake of others. Some of them do that ministry weekly. We have to book in that time, like we book in vacations and trips and different things. We have to book in that time. 
We have to reflect on our experiences of grace. We have to reflect when we reach out and when we serve, we have to kind of ponder what does God, what is God trying to share with me in that experience? You're not volunteering just to do and get a job done. You're, we volunteer and we minister and we serve to be Jesus for others and we need to reflect on that experience. What have I learned? How am I growing? What ways do I have to increase my talents and abilities to serve better? And where do I see Jesus and the people that I help, that I work with? Right? It's important to reflect. Invite others to join you in service. Now, it's always easier to help out in, in uh, events with a friend. Now, this Friday night, we have our first uh, family movie night. Big Academy Award-winning movie, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Friday night, 6.30, Spirit and Life Center, free of charge for everybody. Do I have volunteers right now? I got two. Me and Patty Conan, our, our family and youth ministry leader. Maybe it's an opportunity to step up. Invite someone. And finally, repeat. Go through that over again. Again, this is not just a nice thing to do. If we do not, all together as a family of parishes, share our gifts and step forward, everybody, in some way, our family of parishes will diminish and fade and maybe not exist. If we want to strengthen our faith community, if we want to have people encounter Jesus in our world today, it's going to be up to you and to me to work together to share and live that good news and to step forward in action and sharing every little bit, every gift, everything is important for us to help transform the world. And finally, I'm putting the challenge out to everybody. You can go to our Family of Parishes website, chathamcatholic.ca. You can go to the ministry tab, click that and it says volunteering. And then another form comes up and you could fill out your name, your phone number, your email and where you want to serve, where you want to help, where do you want to step forward and just trust God and we will train you, we will support you, but we need you. But then you might say, Father, I don't go on the internet. Oh, there's a phone number. <laughs> Everyone has a phone. Call the parish office. We'll take your name. And you might say, I don't know what to do. We'll find you a job. We'll find you a ministry. But it's going to take all of us to grow our community, to shine a brighter light, to be able to share God's love in this world, to be able to have uh, people experience Jesus and his compassion, his mercy, uh, mercy and love and hope and strength only through us. This parish and our family of parishes has talent. The Lord beckons us. The Lord invites us. Will we respond? Will we share? Will we serve? Will we strive to go through the narrow door?